Blog Talk Radio.
Okay. Peace, everyone. I would like to welcome you to another episode of the Foundation here on High Frequency Radio Network. I am your host, So L. I'm just trying to make sure the mic is good. Um, I think it is, though. Okay, let's do this. <clears throat> Welcome to the foundation. This episode is nine fantasies of trust. And I am I am honored that you have chosen to take the time to check out episode here on the foundation where we understand incorrect information, incorrectly applied can get you hurt. Correct information. Incorrectly applied can get you hurt. So what we do is we correctly apply correct information here at the foundation. So I already know where your head is. Your head is at. <clears throat> I do want to start off by saying all thanks, praises, and honors to the Creator and ancestors. I want to say peace and big up shout out to my big brother. Houston L, High Frequency Radio Network, Creator Extraordinaire, FTCUniversity.com, Private Side Solutions. I have to switch up the mic. But the brother, you know, Yusuf, no introduction. He was actually the you know, co host on the foundation. Several episodes back, and then he came back on. I just y'all check that out. Mike, I'm kind of you know concerned that this mic is going to mess up, but I'm gonna keep rocking with it. <clears throat> Excuse me. Welcome to Defiation.com. You can sign up for the email list. That's what I would recommend. Like the first thing you do. You check out the PDF section. Technically free information. You can find the Facebook, the Instagram, the Twitter page. You can make a donation. As well as you can also book a consultation all in one spot. And that's welcome to the foundation.com. I want to say peace to all the listeners, live callers, live listeners. I want to say peace to all the internet listeners, all the archive listeners. Big, big shout out to the archive listeners. You know, live listeners, shout out to y'all. I love y'all too, but man, the archive listeners, y'all been, y'all been showing up for a brother. I do also want to say peace to all the MP3 sharers, anyone else who's checking out podcasts, whether you know, um, iTunes app, or I don't know how that stuff works anymore, man. Peace all the trustees, salute those in trustee training, those who are also in other ways investing in their private education. I do also want to say peace to anyone that I've done business in the private, anyone who sent an email, which is or current events, 
as well as anyone who's otherwise added to the foundation. You know. With that being said. <clears throat> Go ahead and uh, you know jump into these current events. I feel like I should probably. Yeah. y'all rocking with me and working with me and you know overall just working with me as I work with this technology oh technology we need it does it work Forbes.com current events Forbes current US recession odds are the same as during the big short a day the US Current economic expansion turned 10 years old in June and is poised to become the longest U.S. economic expansion in history in July. Considering all of the threats that the economy has faced in the past decade, it's practically a miracle that the expansion has gone for... I agree. The expansion has gone for so long without any hiccups, unfortunately. There are an increasing number of signs that are warning that the expansion is soon coming to an end and that a recession is not far away. Particularly alarming is the fact that the New York Fed's very accurate recession probability model is warning that the current odds of a recession in the next year are the same as they were in July 2007, which is when the subprime debt crisis kicked into high gear. The New York Fed's recession probability model is currently warning that there's a 30% probability of a recession in the next 12 months. The last time that recession odds were the same as they are now was in July 2007, which was just five months before the Great Recession officially started in December, December excuse me, 2007. July 2007 was also when Bear Stearns, two subprime hedge funds, lost nearly all of their value, which ultimately contributed to the investment bank's demise and the sharp escalation of the U.S. financial crisis. I hate to start off with that one, man, but this is Forbes.com. This is, you know, off the gate. This is, this is what I was looking at today. I know, I know. I'm hearing stuff about China and some missile or something. I checked with um, the markets, and the markets ain't really talking about that. But this is what the market talks about. Again, with this U.S. recession stuff. Ford cutting another 12,000 jobs as restructuring continues. This is on CNBC. Ford is cutting 12,000 mostly hourly wage jobs at its operations across, check this out, Europe by the, by the end of 2020. The automaker said, Ford last month said it was eliminating 7,000 white-collar jobs, including 2,300 in the United States. The latest, the latest move comes as Ford prepares 
to close or sell off six of its 24 European plants. This is the effects of an American American company, obviously, you know, I ain't trying to hear anybody emailing me with like, so it's a multinational company. I understand it's a multinational company. But it's an American multinational company or United States multinational company. However you want to look at it. Either way, I'm just going to, you know, roll with it. And it's being, you know, the effect of what's going on globally is having an effect globally. It sounded weird when it came up, but it made sense in my head. Hopefully, hopefully y'all know what I'm talking about. But 12,000 jobs, that's crazy. That's a lot. That's a lot of, that's a lot of people. <clears throat> Excuse me, Apple. Nah. Let me, let me put this back a little bit. Put this back a little bit. And put that back a little bit. And let's talk about Bank of America. This is Fox Business. Foxbusiness.com. So I try to go for not necessarily reputable sources, but, you know, commonly known sources. Most, you know, most people can recognize these, you know, these new sources as valid. You know, I guess we're not going to butt heads on that. So to speak. So foxbusiness.com. Bank of America. CEO says company wants a cashless society. What? Oh. <laughs> I'm going to read it again. Bank of America CEO says company wants a cashless society. Yes. Yes. <laughs> it's all. This is front page. It's like, look. We just going. Oh, man. You know what this means? I hope y'all know what this means. Bank of America CEO Brian Moynihan, hopefully I said that right, spoke about embracing digital payment transactions while moving toward a cashless society. Moynihan, Monahan, I don't know, made the comments during Fortune's brainstorm finance conference in New York. The CEO spoke to Zelle, I'm sorry, spoke about Zelle, Google Pay, and Apple Pay. And it's increasing popularity. Personally, I don't use none of those. Um, He said, Bank of America, quote, will continue to move toward a digital banking transactions. Quote, we want a cashless society, end end quote. Quote, we want a cashless society, end quote. I'm telling you, yo, if y'all didn't... (laughs) If y'all didn't catch the show when I was talking about, I read the white paper about what the IMF was talking about and how they how they were going to implement it through the banks and different payment systems and stuff, and they weren't going to make it. Look, man. <sighs> Monahan told Fortune's Sean Tully, quote, we have more to gain than anybody from a pure operating cost perspective. I mean, they being point blank, operating costs. How do, how do they fulfill operating costs? Operating costs, most people be like, oh, well, operating costs of the bank, it's going to be blah, blah, blah. Nah, man. Nah. He explained that Bank of America spends $5 billion for checks and cash to move around the company. $5 billion. That's what he's saying. <laughs> All right. One hand pointed out that many of the deposits are not made at the bank's branches, but he didn't discount the importance of having locations. Some countries have already embraced the cashless route. 
In a survey conducted in 2018, just 13% of Swedes reported using cash for a transaction. Dang. I probably should have read this before I read this because that was a real that was a real reaction. 13%? The country's retailers predicted by 2025 they will stop accepting cash for transactions. Some wow. Some Swedes have even gotten a microchip inserted into their hands as a quick and convenient way of paying. And this is what NPR reported. NPR. And this is NPR's National Public Radio, y'all. Thousands of Swedes are inserting microchips under their skin. I'm just gonna hold off on that for a second. And we'll stay we'll stay on top. We'll stay on topic. Uh ten year treasury yield drops to lowest level since twenty sixteen. Dipping further below twenty two percent. I'm sorry. Below two percent. Is it C N B C I'm back to it. I'm gonna get back to it. The yield on the benchmark ten year treasury note fell to its lowest level since November twenty sixteen today. Continuing it slide below 2% on an expectation central banks around the world would respond to a slowing global economy with more monetary stimulus. Here we go. At around 12 on IPM Eastern, the yield on the benchmark 10-year Treasury note, which moves inversely to price, was lower at around 1.95%, off a low of 1.939%, hitting an overnight trading. The rate on the three-month Treasury bill held steady at 2.205%, keeping a portion of the yield curve inverted. Hmm. Traders around the world snapped up government debt after the European Council on Tuesday nominated Christine Lagarde Lagarde, to head the European Central Bank. Many viewed the choice of Lagarde as a signal that Eurozone rates will remain low for the foreseeable future, as the European Central Bank tries to foster inflation and gross domestic product growth in the region. You can see how they just jumped off and started talking about Europe. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, they're going to talk about, yo, it remains to be seen. They're talking about Europe, European bonds, fears of, yo. Just know that we're, we're talking about the 10 year Treasury. I love what's going on. It's so blatant. Dow and Nasdaq close at record highs amid expectations for the Fed to lower rates. Think about that for a second. Not only the Nasdaq, as well as the Dow Jones industrial average, Close at record highs amid expectation, hopes, and dreams that the Fed will lower interest rates. Hopes and dreams, baby. So the stock market closed at record highs on expectations, which is a which is an expectation. You can just say that, which is a, a strong hope, a solid hope, <laughs> right? No. What what is an expectation? 
You know, I expect to get paid, but you know, you might not get paid. People don't get paid all the time. Expectations. I'm not even gonna read that article. That's on CNBC. Y'all can look that up, man. That's that's enough. The headline, the headline says it all, as far as I'm concerned. All right, so let's. Because <laughs> I want to get to, I want to get to the show. You know, we talking about nine advantages of trust, and you know, I think this is gonna be a great. This is gonna be a great show. It's not even think. I know this is gonna be a great show. Uh, CNBC. Let's stay on CNBC. I like them. Why not? Gold steadies as stocks surge. Growth risks. Bets on rate cuts lend support. So growth risks, risk on growth, and bets on rates, um, bets on rate cuts. Boom. Gold steady today, paring, pairing, paring, whatever. Paring gains from early in the session as the rally in equities took some shine off the non-yielding metal. See how they say that? Non-yielding. Basically, they're saying you don't... Uh, <laughs> Oh, man. Not, not going to yield dividends. Or, you know, it doesn't pay dividends or something like that. Spot goes lower at $1,416. 15%. I'm sorry, 15 cents per ounce. Having earlier hit its highest level since June 25th at 1435.99. Stemming gold's upward momentum, the S&P 500 index hit a record high at the open as benchmark bond yields tumbled on fears of global recession and expectations of interest rate cuts by central banks. The metal reversed course briefly after the U.S. markets opened, but later steadied. Hmm. You can look at, look at that high if you want. Dollar cost average, keep getting precious metals, keep getting your hands on Silver and gold. If you're not already saving your money in silver and gold, you need to start. But dollar cost averages, keep doing it. Just keep, you know, keep doing your dance. Okay, fine, fine. Thousands of Swedes are inserting microchips under their skin. Uh huh. Technology continues to get closer and closer to our bodies. Oh, does it? From the phones in our pockets to the smartwatches on our wrists. Now, for some people, it's getting under their skin. And that's what they say. Oh, it's in your pocket. It's on your wrist. So you might as well just. In Sweden, Sweden, a country rich with technological advancements, thousands have had microchips inserted into their hands. The chips are designed to speed up users' daily routines <laughs> and make their lives more convenient. Accessing their homes, offices, and gyms is as easy as swiping their hands against digital readers. They also can be used to store emergency contact details, social media profiles, or e-tickets for events and rail journeys within Sweden. Yo, you want your social media profile attached to your actual physical body? So I can just scan your hand and pull up your, your social media account? Sisters, how does that sound to you? You 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 at the I don't know you stand you stand in line you at the game you went and saw the game you at the with the game at the club with your girls I don't know wherever you're at the library man you're waiting in line at the library and somebody comes up behind you with this hacking device and scans your hand and now he knows where you live and all this other stuff I'm not 
you playing with? Okay, yeah, do it. Go ahead. Y'all go ahead with this. Proponents of the tiny chips say they're safe and largely protected from hacking. Hey, they're largely protected. uh, But one scientist is raising privacy concerns around the kind of personal health data that might be stored on the devices. All right, cool, cool. At least they talk about it. Around the size of a grain of rice, the chips typically are inserted into the skin just above each user's thumb using the syringe similar to that used for giving vaccinations. Oh, yeah, so you get vaccinations. Remember that? So this this will be fine. The procedure costs about $180. So you're trying to tell me I'm paying to get myself chipped? I mean, I guess, why not? So many Swedes are lining up to get the microchips that the country's main chipping company says it can't keep up with the number of requests. More than 4,000 Swedes has, have adopted the technology with one company dominating the market. The chipping firm was started five years ago. Um, after spending the first two years working full-time project, blah, 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 bottom line, people are already starting to get chipped, man. For, there's a company that's doing it with Wisconsin. Y'all should, you can check it out. There's people, I mean, there's companies that are doing it for elderly who have Alzheimer's and who have dementia. You can chip them. You can chip your pets, your cat and your dog if they run away. And they get lost. Someone can find them and bring them to the vet and get its chip scanned and find the owner. Go ahead. Meanwhile, hackers hit global telcos in espionage campaign. (laughs) Hackers have broken into systems of more than a dozen global telecoms companies. And have taken large amounts of personal and corporate data. Researchers from cybersecurity companies said on Tuesday, identifying links to previous Chinese cyber espionage campaigns. Investigators at a U.S.-Israeli cybersecurity firm, Cyber Reason, said the attackers compromised companies in more than 30 countries and aimed to gather information on individuals in government, law enforcement, and politics. The hackers also used tools linked to other attacks attributed to Beijing by the United States and its Western allies, said Lior Div, Div, Dav, uh, chief executive of Cyber Reason. Quote, for this level of sophistication, it's not a criminal group. It's a government that has capabilities that can do this kind of attack, end quote. This is what he told Reuters. Oh, my bad, my bad. This is Reuters. China has repeatedly denied involvement in any hacking activities. Cyber Reason declined to name the companies affected or the countries they operate in, but people familiar with Chinese hacking operations said Beijing was increasingly targeting telcos in Western Union. Uh, sorry, Europe. I almost said Western Union. I don't know why. Programming. Telcos, telecom companies. You know, uh, cell phone companies and stuff. Imagine what they got. You know, they got access to your cell phone, which in turn has access to all your apps, which in turn you can, you can, you know. Western countries have been, I'm sorry, Western countries have moved to call out Beijing for its actions in cyberspace, blah, 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 blah. In some instances, they managed to compromise the target's entire active directory, giving them access to every username and password in the organization. 
They also got hold of personal data, including billing information and call records. This is what Cyber Reason said in a, in a blog post. The United States indicated two alleged members of APT-10 in December and joined other Western countries in denouncing the group's attacks on global technology service providers to steal intellectual property from their clients. Looks like they're looking for personal data as well, man. Not just intellectual. Oh, oh, they're looking for intellectual property. Yeah, yeah. Okay, everything's being hacked, but let's go into a cashless society. And here, get this chip so we can hack this chip. And suddenly you have warrants. Reuters, this is the last one. I'm going to jump into the show. I appreciate y'all. I love y'all. Apple buys self-driving car startup, drive.ai. It's going down. Apple confirmed that it has it has acquired self-driving shuttle firm, drive.ai. Technology news website, the information reported earlier this month the iPhone maker was considering acquiring the firm as a move to bring aboard some of its engineering talent to boost Apple's own self-driving efforts. One of hundreds of startups pursuing autonomous vehicles, Drive.ai, had been running a small fleet of test shuttles in Tejas, the information reported. But the startup told California regulators that it plans to lay off 90 people in the permanent closure. The San Francisco Chronicle earlier reported to the club. I'm telling you, y'all pay attention with you know, so And this is what companies do. They buy startups and stuff, lay off all the people. They keep the intellectual property. If, they, if the company has any patents or something like that, they absorb that. That's really what they're buying in the name. And usually they give pretty nice separate packages. As long as you don't flip out during like the transition process um, and it's bye-bye to your company. And yeah, there goes there goes ninety people's jobs. Uh, multiply that by two, three, even maybe even four, depending on the families. And you can see how many people are going to be affected. This Apple is vying against rivals such as Alphabet Incorporated, Waymo, to develop self-driving vehicles. In the past year, Apple has revamped its efforts, bringing former Tesla Incorporated engineer chief Doug Field to oversee the operation, which includes more than five thousand workers. Apple is also working on key components such as sensors, in addition to holding talks with potential suppliers. So, yeah, I mean. That's it for current events, but, I mean, so you got Apple and Google. They're working on self-driving cars for, like, passengers, from what I understand at the point. It could change. I don't know. I don't work for the companies. It could change, but they're working on passenger car self-driving um, technology. So to all you Uber and uh, Lyft drivers, it's gonna you know it's, they're gonna tell y'all to holler at holler, and they're gonna do this ooh this hard heavy hardcore massive marketing campaign for these types of you know these types of driving technologies, and people are gonna lose their jobs or lose. Uh, at least uh, income streams that they're used to obtaining or getting their hands on. So with that being said, then you got Tesla who's working on fleet technology with regards to semi-trucks. 
tractor trailers and stuff like that. Fleet technology as in they got five five trucks. Um, there's an operator, a human operator in the first truck, but the the vehicle is mostly driving itself. And it's putting out a, like a wireless signal, and they're the other trucks behind it do not have drivers. And they're all riding in the line down the highways uh, real close together or in very specific spacing from each other, usually. And this is going to be how, you know, shipping is going to change. And then after a while, it's going to be fully autonomous. And I, I believe that we're going to see it in our I'm going to see it in my lifetime. And I think it's significant. I think, you know, there's change coming that people aren't even really even able to comprehend what the change is going to be, let alone how it's going to affect them and the, their way of life, um, the way of putting food on the table, and so on and so forth. And, you know, the biggest reason that, you know, this 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 show right here, the foundation on high frequency even exists, is to bring awareness. And, of course, you know, there's offers for consultations. Um, there may still even currently be offers for trustee training. But ultimately, I'm, we're looking to bring aware, awareness. Awareness of, you know, the nuances of what's going on around us. And understanding that, you know, it's about, things are about to change. And I think I feel like there are certain powers that are doing their best to make sure that comes as slow as possible. And then there are other, there may be other powers that are looking to make that come as fast as possible. So with that being said, you know, um, I do want to say peace once again and welcome to you to the foundation. On this episode, we're going to jump into the nine advantages of trust. I do want to give a special shout out to uh, Louisiana, Georgia, Colorado, California, and Pennsylvania. Um, we definitely see you. And, you know, I like to see how the show overall is expanding. I think it's, I think it's real dope. I think it's real dope. So with that being said, let me jump on this. Let's just jump into it, right? Is that it? Oh, I do want to say um, I'm still We're looking at like 60 I'm gonna, 60 days man So th- th- today's the 3rd Tomorrow's the 4th of July I don't really celebrate Europeans independence from other Europeans It kind of you know But hey man whatever man You know, And no offense to you know those of European descent You know y'all do your dance it's culture, and I respect others' culture. I don't have to get it, and sometimes I don't get it. Um, but today's the 3rd of July, so we got 60 days. So September 3rd, 
Like, no joke. Trust your training. Like, the door closes. Because then that will give at least until, and that that would be, okay, so that's 2019. So at least until September of 2020 in order to get everybody, at least the last person, because I know there's always going to be at least three people who squeeze in on the last day. And then even more who hit me up afterwards, you know. But bottom line, that'll give at least, you know, 12 months at least to address, you know, the trustee situation as far as, you know, the training and stuff. And people be on their feet. So 60 days. September, September 3rd. Just say it's September 3rd. In the, in the, what is that? What sign is that? Virgo. In the sign of Virgo. I mean, in the in the in the, in the reap, the reaping, the what is that called? Farming, farm. Man, I'm not a farmer. When you go out there and just get all your crops, <laughs> that's the season. All right, all right. The nine advantages of trust, man. Look, look. All right. All right. Let me just quit playing. Let's just start off. First and foremost, uh, uh, let me begin. Because, you know, there's new people. There's always going to be new people. Peace if you're new. My name is So L. That's Speaker of Truth L. Seeker of Truth L. And I am on the host of the foundation here on High Frequency Radio Network. The only place this, this will ever be. And, you know, Bottom line, you know, everybody has their own way of understanding things, and then everybody has their own way of articulating and describing things. And it just so happens that it seems as though my way of understanding and describing things is rather unique and is really helpful to people. So cool. So basically, what we do here is we lay the foundation. What we're doing is laying the foundation of understanding with regards to Doing business and banking. And how do you do business and how do you bank? You bank through entities. So then we understand what the entities are and we, we discern that, but we specifically discern between public and private entities. So when, when we talk about on the foundation, the nine advantages of trust, or we say trust, or we say foundation, or we say anything like that, we are automatically assuming that you understand we are talking about a private trust. Here on the foundation. Unless specifically spe- speaking, unless we, unless it's qualified, statutory trust, legislative trust, public trust, state trust, uh, grantor trust, or something like that. Unless it's qualified here on the foundation, if we say trust, automatically we're talking about private trust. You can say Massachusetts trust. You can say unincorporated organization. You know, you can say there's a lot of things you can say. Ultimately, we understand it to be a specific contract. It's a contract. And it's technically treated as a trust. According to the Internal Revenue Code on how its income is dispersed and how it is is taxed. And all other aspects, it's a contract. So when you you go into court or there's any litigation or something like that, you bring the trust the contract in or the necessary components of the contract for that specific specific action. And 
Whatever it, whatever the action is, it's adjudicated according to the contracts, or at least the trust is interpreted according to the contract as long as the necessary components are there in the contract that allow the trust to interpret itself, and it doesn't fall to interpretation to some sort of statutes. Because if you don't say it, it falls under statutes. You can have private trust, but it can still be under uh, public jurisdiction due to it lacks some sort of component within the overall indenture and it's sort of maybe a specific action. <clears throat> Excuse me. So it's a, a, a special type of legal relationship. Let's just start with that. Before we get into what the nine advantages of trust are, I'm sorry for, you know, um, all y'all experienced, you know, Administrators who just like to maybe tune into the show just because you deal with a lot of, you know, public people who don't really know this and you just like to hear other people talk about what you already know about. I understand that. I feel that. Black's Law Dictionary defines a trust as a right of property held by one party for the benefit of another. A trust is a confidence that one person places in another for the benefit of a third person with respect to property the trustee holds for the benefit of the beneficiary this is a typical type of trust a pat trust or a pat trust I don't want to introduce extra terms into the whole, you know, realm of contractual private entities, but uh, it's it's a it's a type type of trust. PAT or PAT is principal agent third party. So it's a principal principal agent third party arrangement. A trust is created when a person decides to create a trust, and that is key. That's absolutely key. So a trust is created when you decide, when you make the decision. Just because you don't have an indenture doesn't mean there's no trust. As soon as you think it, as soon as you decide that the trust, there's a trust. How you substantiate that trust and how you administer that trust later on or maybe it doesn't I don't know but a trust is created when a person decides to create a trust it is expressed through words if I tell you that it exists and formally expressed through writing in this case contracts and that is a principle Agent and third-party arrangement when we're dealing with this type of deal. So let's get into it. What are you know the nine advantages of trust? I know y'all ready. I'm ready. Let's get into it. Number one. <clears throat> let's talk about number one. Number one, a trust can protect financial assets or resources. 
When property is held in trust, third parties cannot reach the property. Cannot reach the assets unless the assets itself is in question. In that case, specifically if they're talking about some sort of uh, fraudulent conveyance, if you're talking about a property or something like that, and if it ends up being actually a, a fraudulent conveyance, then what I, you know, is probably not going to stand up. But other than that, you can legally declare that you do not own the property. I've done it all. I've done it for years. From corporations to trust. Getting pulled over. Is this your vehicle? No, it is not. It belongs a trust that belongs to a company this kind of protection is called insulation from liability specifically it's an insulate insulating the asset or the property from liability easier management of the property people get old become less prudent Fewer mistakes are made when you put property in a trust and as trustees. Someone get old, they don't handle the property, the taxes aren't paid, blah, 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 your uncle's property. Next thing you know, by the time you get wind of what's going on with the property, there's already a tax lien on it. And, 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 you know, the city or the county is attempting to foreclose on the property. Versus it being in trusts, you're having regular trustee meeting, meetings. And in those meetings, you're taking um, account of all the trust properties and the you know current condition of them and what needs to be done with them, so on and so forth. Number two, trust can handle daily details and routines. Trustees tend to be more careful in managing the property since trustees are under a fiduciary obligation to be prudent in the way they administer a trust or, you know, manage affairs or so on and so forth. Ideally, we understand this to be true. If one takes their fiduciary duty um, seriously, Um, this actually is true. This is how you can avoid um, what is known as self-dealing. Which ultimately you avoid, you know, specific transactions being looked at as a personal transaction versus trust transactions. 
Well, ideally, you know, being in, in a fiduciary capacity and understanding the fiduciary rule and not just parroting or repeating what you hear that sounds cool or sounds knowledgeable and not really knowing exactly what that means and exactly what that requires, but actually knowing that stuff. It puts people in a different position to where they're, they're more responsible because they have more liability as a trustee. Number three, you avoid settlement delays. A trust is a living entity. Successors run it. Giving the trust flexibility and doing things that a deceased person obviously could not accomplish. The trustees can handle problems that come up. A trust can carry out a wide range of actions in a swift and efficient manner. For example, I know probate when a person dies. There's usually a long time period during which the property is tied up in probate. When the properties when 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 an estate is up in probate, it's often difficult, mostly impossible, to sell or lease property or even use it sometimes. The trustees de- de- delays are eliminated. Since the trust owns the property, the trust continues with its daily routine, avoiding the the delays of probate. Number four, reduce probate costs. It costs a lot of money to go through probate. And anybody who's been through probate or anyone who's settled in a state or is look through the paperwork of an estate settlement, a public estate settlement, will know that it's very expensive. They take a lot of money if there's any money available. The major cost is attorney and legal fees. There are attorney fees on all estates. Usually um, the larger ones, obviously, if you think about it. Filing fees paid to the courts and the forced sale of property to pay the fees. That's something to think think about it. The property usually cannot be sold for its fair market value at this time because it's obviously some sort of short sale. Usually when a person dies, an heir may say the last will and testament was fraudulent. That wasn't real. If the fight is prolonged, the only ones um, that's going to profit are usually going to be the attorneys in the state. Appraiser and guardian fees also deplete the state. Nobody, we want mostly we be focused on living, but it's also you know in the private responsible focus on dying. I think you know the biggest thing is you know the mound builders over here in the Americas, as well as you know the Egyptians, you know across the you know across the ocean. And people say, oh, they built monuments to death. I mean, okay, it's cool, but you know families, man, you got. Real families, in my opinion, they got like family plots and family plots of land. 
even either in uh, cemeteries or just on their own property where you know where all their family members you know rest or where the ashes are kept or however you want to keep it But ultimately, burial costs, all these things deplete the estate. All this stuff can be handled, you know, um, with the, uh, uh, what is it called? A medical directive, proper trusts, depending on your situation. If uh, you're not legally married to your spouse, um, maybe affidavit of common law marriage and a property agreement notarized um, everything you know hey as long as you know the principles there's a lot of ways you can set this stuff I've seen you know in the private I've dealt with a lot of people I've consulted with a lot of you know uh, different families in the states where they were set up in different ways but ultimately when I sat back and looked at it nine times out of ten it made complete sense to me and um, you know even my work I'm learning which I think is really really honestly one of the blessings uh, so yeah, the reduction of probate costs. If you've ever been through it, you've ever seen it, it's crazy. And if you don't have the money, and if it's, and if if um, you know whoever was in the property uh, wasn't able to, or wasn't you know mentally fit, or something like that, and you know bills piled up, or you know they got their identity stolen, or I mean a lot of things can happen. Number five, reduction of taxes. Obviously, that's what y'all waiting for, right? One of the most useful advantages of a trust is the reduction of taxes, or in some instances, hold on, I am not a legal uh, advisor, I am not an attorney, I do not give legal advice, Uh, I, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, I cannot give you legal advice, Um, if you need legal advice, you need to find an attorney who can, uh, you know, competent counsel, who can give you that legal advice. You got to stand on your own dance. If you can't do your own dance, grab some moves, but then make your own dance. I'm not an attorney. I don't give legal advice. Okay, I'm good. We're good. <clears throat> or in some instances, as I was saying, the complete elimination of income or estate taxes. When a trust is properly constructed, man, I'm see, and I'm pausing because, man, I'm really, I took these notes and I'm looking at this. Um, man, should I say all this? When a trust is properly constructed, it provides advantages. <laughs> um. Passive and portfolio income or money earned by the trust is separated from money that is earned by the trustee and by the person who gave the property to the trust. Yeah, because I ain't trying to get nobody's head took off. Uh, For example... 
So you got uh, you got some stocks, <clears throat> dividends, right? <clears throat> and you got you got lucky. You were smart. Um, you had a great uncle. I don't care how it happened, man. You got dividends, and you make about mm, <laughs> let's just say twenty five thousand dollars a year off of dividends from all these stocks that you got from your uncle. And your uncle was mad cool, B. Twenty five grand. <clears throat> mm. <clears throat> and uh let's say you work a job and you make thirty, 30 you make thirty thousand. Know I mean average you know, it's pretty good actually. Most people don't make that. Maybe about thirty G's. And uh you know, and that's a specific scenario. If those um those Dividends and them, them dividend paying stocks are titled to your name, to your name, same name that you used to to make the thirty thousand from your job. That's fifty five, right? Fifty five thousand, thirty thousand. Thirty thousand from the job, twenty five thousand. <throat> but let's say, for example, the stocks are titled in the name of a trust. Huh? Then, because the trust is a legal separate entity. And now the stocks are titled in the name of the trust that not only reduces the income from fifty five back down to thirty thousand just the income from the job, which from what I understand would be great. But as well the trust is responsible for any tax liability on that twenty five now. The use of a business trust can eliminate self-employment tax provided the worker receives income as a W-2 wage earner. Trusts in general are allowed to donate up to 100% of their income to a charity, which is another way to lower tax liability. And if this charity is your own private family foundation, even better, right? Estate tax can be transferred to the heirs. These taxes can be avoided by placing property in an irrevocable trust. Since that type of trust does not expire when the person dies, there's no estate tax to be taxed. I'm sorry, there's no estate to be taxed or probated provided all the requirements have been met. Number six, protects privacy. A trust does not have to be registered as opposed to a corporation. You do not register your private trust with the state. Or the federal government. If anybody told you or taught you or said anything like that, they're iffy. They're really, really iffy. Very iffy. Is it really iffy or very iffy? They're very, really iffy. They're really very iffy. You do not. Don't. And then people go into the bank. 
and the banker will be like, uh, uh, is it trust registered? Is it registered with the state? Uh, uh. No, it's not registered with the state. And then keep you pushing. Only accepting the vet in Nevada. And uh, y'all should check out Nevada. What is that? Nevada Revised Statute Chapter 88A. Corporations got to file a report every year. It shows the officers of the corporation. Got to pay renewal fees. Trust don't got to do that. The trust must file a tax return each year. The trust must file a tax return each year. The trust must file a tax return each year, but has considerably more privacy than other forms of business organizations. The trust instrument does not have to be filed in a public place, as do corporations. While the trust can accomplish the desires of the creators, trustees, or managers without making it public, the most prudent people in the country have trust, which serve this purpose, and you might want the same type of privacy for your affairs. Fam. Where are we at? Number seven assures safer and immediate distribution. The nature of a trust is such that the trustees must follow the instructions as outlined in the trust contract indenture, the governing instrument. The wishes of the grantors carried out as stated and monies or properties are easily distributed for the management of the trust and the trust property plus distribution to the beneficiaries. Number eight, it provides flexibility. The trust is one of, if not the most flexible forms of organization, period. It can engage quickly into any legal transaction, such as buying, selling, leasing, or otherwise dealing with its property. This type of flexibility and control is very valuable because emergencies and other immediate needs can be solved on the spot. A trust can provide desirable. Check this out. Man, I've said it before. I've said it before. I've said it before on the air. I've said it before. If if you and I'm like I want to do business with my people, and that's this is why I do the show. It's where the foundation comes from. Overall, you probably heard me say this tens of hundreds of times, right? But I want to do business with my people. Ultimately, is one of the principles. So, like, if I'm doing business through trust and you're not. Even if we do the same transaction, even in the same transaction, we split it 50-50. I know that you're sitting in a structure to where you're going to get whooped on fees and taxes in a situation where I'm not. I don't feel good. You know, that ain't going to make me feel good. But let's just say, you know, um, 
let's just say I'm private. We all talking about going private, right? This is like, this, oh man, let's say I'm private, right? And uh, I, 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 pri- I have a private property, titled in trust, and I'm willing to give it to you, sell it to you, exchange it to you, whatever. But it's not. I'm not willing to sell it to you. You can't use Federal Reserve notes. Because I'm not looking to um, create a taxable event. Because that would, you know, be some sort of minimum contact. I'm really extra, extra private. I'm one of those people. Maybe taking it a little too far, depending on who you're talking to. And this is not going to be some type of, you know, transaction. Where you're going to give me some check from the bank, some sort of Federal Reserve notes to get this property. And let's say, you know, the only thing I want right now is I want some, I mean, silver or gold is really easy, right? Yeah, why not? I want I want gold. Even if you have a trust that has cash in an account, and in the amount of cash of the gold that I want, Giving me the cash and me giving you the house is a, is, a, is a certain type of taxable transaction, which I'm looking to explicitly avoid. So in that specific instance, it would be prudent to purchase the necessary gold and silver with the cash in the um, account that the trust owns in the name of the trust. And then rent some sort of safety deposit box or some sort of In the name of the trust, you put you put me on as successor trustee, I put you on as successor trustee, we sign a contract saying there ain't going to be no funniness, and then I resign, you resign. And I come on as successor. You come on as successor trustee. Now, did, did any cash exchange hands? Did anything exchange names, really? Did any title exchange? No, the property is still in the same trust. The gold or silver is still in the same deposit box that's in the, the name of the trust. And as successor trustee, all I really got is go in there and show the minute that made me a successor and go in there for official trust duties, retrieve the gold and silver out the box, cancel the box, and dissolve the trust. Is that a taxable event? Is that a benefit of trust? Are you looking to do business? Do you you know one of the main reasons why we most of us don't get up and get out there and really go after it is do do a, a fear of success and not of like success like ah oh my god a whole bunch of people but like what are you going what am I gonna do if I make 
What are you going to do if you make $250,000 this year? If $250,000 went through your account, it went, it legit went through your account. <laughs> Straight up, 250000 Okay, wait. 500000 a half a million dollars went through your account. Would you know what to do? Would you know how to handle that? Would you know how to report that? Would you know how to... Would you know how to make that work? Would you know how to properly invest it? Would you know how to perpetuate that income? Would you know how to protect it? It's probably, it's probably the answer is no to a lot of those questions. And this lack of lack of 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 forget it. This fear inhibits a lot of potential decisions, situations. That we don't even see. We don't see it on a day-to-day basis. Don't even pay attention to it. But ultimately, you know, it's up to, it's up to us. It's up to us to, you know, see something different. Where was I at? Where was I at? Where was I at? Oh, I'm still on number eight. Flexibility. I was just I was describing the flexibility of a trust, wasn't I not? My apologies for losing my train of thought. A trust can provide desirable results for a possible divorce, which the rate in the United States is over fifty percent currently. A desirable desirable results for needy children, aged parents, carrying on of a business after the death of the major owner, management of property in an efficient manner. Like I wouldn't feel so bad, like you know, my the company that I organized and created. Uh, the majority of shareholders a business trust the beneficiary is a family trust hopefully y'all listening and you know even having those from outside the family administer the business trust as long as you know everything's set up in that business trust and it's airtight tight 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 but you got to be careful, you know. You got to be careful in what you're doing. Um, it kind of feels weird because I know, you know, my days remember with this, with this, you know, the show and what we're doing right now. And you know, maybe I kind of, I kind of understand what you know. Sometimes older people. They start to get old. They just start telling all the business. <laughs> That's how I feel. I'm telling all the business right now, man. So, uh, if you understand, if you understand what I'm saying, I. I I hope you do download the download this stuff. I tell y'all that you can go to Blog Talk and find the show, and then like in the upper right hand corner, got a little icon you can hit, 
to download each episode. I suggest you do that. You never know how long. Hey, there's there's shows that used to be on high frequency that you can't find on on Block Talk anymore. It is what it is. Um, what was I talking about? Desirable results with regards to management of property in an efficient manner, and any number of other things as specified in the trust indenture. Like when, when we're gone, our wishes are still being carried out properly. It's a very powerful entity. It is very important not to limit the usefulness of the trust in its indenture. And number nine, we're getting to it, right? Opportunities for charitable giving. A trust can donate up to 100% of its adjusted gross income to charity. As an individual, you are restricted to a maximum of 50% of your adjusted gross income to a public charity, and corporations can only contribute only 10%. So even if you have a you know, a family, you know, a family business that's operated through an LLC. It can only contribute charitably 10% of its AGI, adjusted gross income. Whereas a trust can donate up to 100%, up to 100%. So as much as all of it to a charity and receive a deduction, charitable deduction. Now, you know, when I say, yeah, yeah, you know, your family estate includes, you know, business trust, a family trust, as a protection entities, as well as a family foundation, which is tax exempt. It kind of puts it in perspective of all these, you know, really, really wealthy individuals giving so much money to charity. Was it a charity that they controlled? How many people think to look into that? We got about three minutes left in the broadcast. I will go over a little bit. So if you want to call in, if you're listening online or something like that, it's going to cut you off and you have to check the archive. 424-222-5250. And you won't get cut off. So think about that for a second. 100% of his gross and uh, uh, gross Adjusted gross income to a charity. Oh, and in a private family foundation as an individual, you're restricted to 30% of your adjusted gross income as an individual. That's if you work a job, using you know your W-2 employee, you can donate 50% of your adjusted gross income to charity, and 30%. I'm sorry, a public charity, and 30% of your adjusted gross income to a private charity. Think about what I'm saying. I'm, I'm pausing for dramatic effect. Specifically, we're not having connection problems. I do not believe dramatic effect right here. Look, a trust can donate 100% of its adjusted income to a charity. Man, it is private, but I can say 
that I, I do have the the pleasure and the fiduciary responsibility to administer multiple private charities. Think about it. Think about it. Think about it. There's very little liability against members of the trustees as long as they stay in the contract. You avoid payment of additional taxes and fees that are required for corporation. You avoid the filing of detailed periodic reports of operation and fin- financial conditions that corporations must file. Oh, my bad. I'm in, the, I'm in the bonus round. You can secure capital by the sale of shares or trust capital units without the need to comply with various state and security of an exchange commission. You do business in other states without going through a lot of red tape and regulations. Really, all you got to do is get at least one of the trustees in the other state and establish some sort of residence, maybe a P.O. box or something like that. And then booyah, you're doing business in another state as the trust. Lowering tax obligations, avoiding probate, unnecessary attorney's fees, and delays. Manage family and business affairs more efficiently. Protect loved ones from others. Protect your property. Maintain better records. Protect your privacy and accomplish many of your desires, both now and after your death, in a most efficient manner. Maybe your heirs, your children, your wife, your husband, they're not as savvy as you are. Maybe after you pass, you don't want them to be taken advantage of. Y'all grab this, read this back. Uh, I'm sorry, play this back over and over. This is what you want to put in your, uh, whatever. If you're going to the bank, you want me to trust account, man. You ain't hollering at me. You're on trustee training with regards to the foundation. Look, notice is hereby given to all persons, companies, or corporations, extending credit to, contracting with, or having claims against the trust or the trustees thereof. That they must look only to the funds and property of the trust for payment or settlement of any debts, tort, damage, order, judgment, or decree, or any indebtedness which may become payable hereunder. That the trustees, officers, or agents are more independent, I'm sorry, are mere independent contractors and not personally liable when dealing with the trust properties or matters. Go on, put this on. Especially when you look into going to contract with the trust with the bank extending credit to the to the trust you know check this out you sign up for you sign up for PayPal <laughs> you sign up for PayPal I mean we streaming now man we ain't, we ain't even live no more look you, you um you sign up for PayPal I trust y'all can hear me 
or Square. And these are payment processors that you can easily sign up for once you have an account, quote, trust account, or any individual account, corporate account, so on and so forth. You know, um, most times, man, they they don't even ask for the governing instrument. Most times they don't. And when they do ask for it, uh, they don't really read it, I don't think. The only time they read it is if you have some funny transactions on your account. And I feel like they go over your your trust indenture or your short form or whatever you gave them if they requested it. With a fine-tooth comb, and they'll find that there's some sort of limited liability with regards to that. And you might be over here burning up people at the, you know, the bus station grabbing old lady purses and using they, you know, they company to run old people's credit cards, man, because you were just a hooligan. And they'll cancel your account. Either way, you want to include that notice. And if you didn't catch it, man, download the show. Whatever you got to do, man. I can't I love you though but I can't do everything I love the show and just replay that until you can write it all down or type it all down I've done it before how bad do you want it you ain't gonna you won't won't even get that you might get that from an attorney but you're gonna pay him big bucks off top and most attorneys state stuff man Um, I mean, I guess that's about it. You know, I don't want to, I don't want to get too heavy into it, I guess, you know. I do want to say, but that, you know, that's the nine character, the nine advantages of a trust. The nine character, characteristics that are advantageous of trust. And obviously we're talking about private entities. What is a private entity? It's an entity that does not owe owe its existence to public decree legislation act or permission they do exist they are recognized and that's what it is I'm going to go to the phone line in a minute yeah so you know I appreciate y'all being patient Um, I did miss the show last week Um, so I love y'all though you know But, you know, I hope y'all understand and can hear what I'm saying, man, because this is some of the most important stuff. This is the foundation. You can go off and do whatever you want. You run over there talking about discharge. You run over there talking about this and that and Forex trade and all types of stuff, man. Ultimately. But as long as you have the correct and proper foundation, I'm good. With that being said, let me see. Is there any anybody on the phone lines? If not, I'm out of here. Nah, there's people on. There. 
All right, 818. No, 816, man. I'm tripping, sorry. 816-5060. Peace, what's your name? Where you calling from? Oh. Total pleasure. Wow. Okay, so let me try. Let me try another caller. A one six. I don't know. It's, it's, this thing ain't working. A one six. I'm sorry. Let me try someone else. And I'll come back to you. I get this working. Oh, we got we got two one five. I think that's Texas. Two one five ninety seven eighty one. Peace. What you all. Okay, the switchboard. I don't think this is gonna work. Let me try one more, one more caller. Um, you know, sometimes third time is a charm. But this thing is not. It just keeps spinning when I try to pull you in. Um. Two one five ninety seven eighty one. Let me go lower. Let me go down here to. Let me go to six zero two ninety seven zero five. Hello, hello, how the hell so? Peace, peace. How's it going? What up, so? This is uh, Mr. From? Wright. Mr. Wright from uh, Phoenix, Arizona. Oh, peace, family. How you how doing? You? Pretty well, pretty well. How about yourself over there? It's good to hear you up here. Oh, I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Thank you. Can't complain. Right, I'm, glad right. I, I'm glad I was able to get you in. I was almost yeah, yeah. up. Glad you was, too. <laughs> It's crazy out here, man. We got a rat race going, as everybody knows. I'm just trying to get down the highway myself. Uh, you know, just trying to show some love, man. We in our grind over here. Uh, we always wish you as much as we can. I uh, just want to give some love and encouragement, as always, because we still going through our grind, you know, um, making our transition once again from the public to the private. And, uh, you know, one of the best things I could give is how deep we got to dig. And a lot a lot of us on here say peace to the gods, God this, God that. But the um, best thing I could give now, comprehending our own personal sovereignty or our godship um, and what it takes to get there, you know, there's levels to this. And uh, we've been with you so for, you know, pretty much since day one and before that, high-frequency radio for, for a minute now, you know. And uh, one of the things we're experiencing to get to our next level is how extremely important it is. I just got to encourage everybody once again how extremely important it is. Um, whether you're the mom and pop shop is what we're dealing with over here and, and how overwhelming it can be from the day to day to try to get in on your grind and your studies, take care of customers, to take care of yourself, your family, whatever it is. Each level, it does take um, as my brother So has told me many a times, you know, trying to get, you know, all the small things in a row one, one day at a time, it's, you know, you ain't going to never have time if you don't make time. And that's the best thing that keeps coming to my mind is because 
I've been finding myself struggling more than anything to try to make time for the things I want to do, which is breaking my neck to finish the trustee training that I've been digging through for a minute now. And, um, and all the rest of the things that we got, we got up in the air trying to, trying to solidify it to make it happen. And in this process, man, of, of making time, that's, that's one of the most important things we can do, everybody. Do whatever you got to do to make the time. You know, the time is always going to be there, but you got to do as a God. You got to put it down in your calendar, not just to set it and try to make those goals, try to make it happen from your day to day. But you got to legitimately take the time as if you were the God of your own life. You got to put your feet on the ground and say, you're going to make it happen. And you got to do whatever you got to do all day, every day uh, to make it happen to that end of the week goal. One of our end of the week goals is Sunday trustee training, one of the most important things we got in our lives because we know, you know, it came to fruition and it came fruitful in so many areas and the little bit that we've done to the to the lot that we've done. So I just got to, you know, in our struggle right now, which is a beautiful thing, we see we see beauty in all the struggles, you know, just as 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 the plants, you know. The trees, the birds, and the bees, you know, when these storms of life come, you know, they break the branches off a tree. A lot of people say, oh, that tree looks ugly, but that tree, that's probably what that needed. If you didn't trim that tree of your own household, trust me, there's going to be there's gonna be a storm that's going to come right on time that's going to take that branch away from you. And if you wasn't ready to take that branch away, it might just take off a big corner of your house and do some damage that you ain't ready for. So I just... Once again, want to keep everybody encouraged to be as diligent as you can and take the time to trim your tree, your toenails, your hair, whatever it is. <laughs> you know, handle ha- your business, do your dance, as so says, you know. And uh, it's very important. It's very important. So, um, you know, I appreciate you once again, man. I just got the last half of the show. Uh, try to get customers so that we could, you know, Take care. So, we have two, brother. Just want to encourage everybody to, to handle yours. Take your time. Take it. You encourage me, I got to give it back. It's real. It's real. So, we'll be catching up with you, man. And thanks for the time once again. We appreciate you. Appreciate everybody out there. All right, man. I appreciate you. Thank you. Appreciate it, man. Always a pleasure. I'll talk to you soon. Peace and love. That works. Yeah, you're not going to have the time unless you take the time. I'm trying to hear that. I don't have time. I don't have time. And you tell that to me, you tell me, I I don't have time. And you didn't prioritize it. Now, there are people who, you know, have issues with being on time because we understand time is a created construct. You know, 10.30, 12.30, 4.30, that's really for the public to do business. It's not necessarily necessary in the private. We go off of seasons and, you know, where where the sun is, where the moon is and stuff like that. But hey, man, you can all do that. But yeah, definitely, you'll never, you'll never have the time unless you take it. And then every time you, every day you rise, I like to say rise because you know you're negative when you're when you're laying down. You know what I mean? 
it's like a like a negative sign. If you removed your bed and your mattress and stuff, and you were just you were just sitting there in the air, that's a negative sign. And then once you rise, once you stand up, then you go positive. And every day you go positive is a blessing and a gift. And if you're not regulating your time, like my man said, you know, like a god. Okay. Two one five thirteen on three. Peace. What's your name? Where you calling from? Oh, peace, though. It's uh, deep from Philly. Peace, big bro. I respect you. Peace to the family. All the family knows that I'm wrong. So, what's up, bro? Peace, man. What's up? Enjoying the show. Thanks for having the show today, man. Um, I'm sorry. Yeah, the part that I wanted to, to uh, bring up was you guys the question. Uh, if you had two hundred fifty thousand dollars in the account, you know what would you do with it? And I'm really connected with that part because uh, I live in Philly, and right now in Philly, it seems as though it's real estate development boom. You know, from South Philly to North Philly. I'm originally from North Philly, and uh, just thinking back a couple years ago, the house in which I grew up in. it was valued at $21,000. This was about five years ago that I looked at Julia, looked at the value of, you know, our family house. Now the same house is valued, is valued at over $60,000. None has been done to the house, no improvements at all. It's just, um, and I was saying all of that to say that like I wanted to answer the question with like you were saying it's fear and I wanted to add to it it's also ignorance it's um within our people it's a lot of ignorance that goes on as far as like financial ignorance and yeah but you know if we did get $250,000 in our bank account and it was getting everything what would we do with it like do we really know how to perpetuate that so that not only you know, do we not mess ourselves up? Like, get, like actually creating debt from that, like buying something that you move with two hundred and fifty thousand dollars that you still can't really afford, and you know, kind of messing yourself up. And that, you know, that really, uh, that really spoke to me as far as uh, you know, educating ourselves as far as like what to do. Because when I look at all these buildings coming up and popping up around the hood. I mean, these are house based. I'm seeing them restructure shells, like houses that I grew up, nobody lived there. It was just a shell forever. It's been abandoned. Now, all of a sudden, these abandoned houses are turning into 90,000 windows and things like this. And I myself, I'm experiencing just questioning how are they doing this? Like, where, where is the funding coming from? You know, how do they find out where, where where are all of these investors coming from who is the investor you know what how do you go about getting into these properties and investing it and rehabbing it like uh, and that's you know that's kind of what I, what I wanted to raise up and that about you know people just really not knowing what's going on like you 
I live in the same neighborhood with, with my people, with brown people. And I see across the street from me right now, they're digging up a foundation. <laughs> they're digging up a foundation so that they can put uh, an apartment complex right across the street from where I'm living at right now. And I have my current neighbors, they're arguing about who's throwing chicken bones on the sidewalk instead of trying to figure out, you know, what, what, type of implications is this new construction that's going on right right next door to us what what is that going to do to the value of their house and subsequently what's that going to do to their property taxes like in a few years y'all you don't you ain't gonna have to worry about chicken bones on the street because y'all not going to be able to afford to live around here and so this is something that i'm just seeing me myself being um you know, still young and wanting to own a house and just looking at the market right now and just feeling like priced out of it. You know, there there used to be a lot of forty thousand, fifty thousand dollar houses. Now all of those houses are a hundred thousand dollars and even the shell of a house is, you know, is still fifty thousand dollars. So and then too, one last thing that I wanted to add to it was an analogy of you know, I have friends I grew up in the hood. I have friends that never actually left the hood, like never actually left within a seven-mile radius of where we grew up. And that, to me, is a form of just, just geographical ignorance. Like, how could how could they ever understand what the rest of the world has to offer, even the rest of the city has to offer, if they've never even left their hood? And that goes to... You know, even people's financial situation, like our financial situation, if all we've ever known is go to school so you can get a good job, so you can, you know, buy a nice car and buy a house, then, it, I mean, I feel like that's still possible, but it's becoming more and more difficult to actually live that out unless you have some some backing even. Um, but, yeah, man, that's what I wanted to add to it. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I mean the the hood is being gentrified hands down. Um but you say how's that happening? It's it's economically business wise. There can be a profit made. So, you know, as the market raises in value, even the lower value properties are gonna raise in value to a point where it makes economic sense to purchase that property, rehab it, and put it on the market. And that goes from, you know, uh, really delving into and analyzing different deals and different properties and having relationships with contractors and different rehabbers and sometimes even large companies that do construction work. But that's the market in and of itself. But you're absolutely right. Um, a market is going to pull everything. Water raises all ships. You know what I mean? So, and and the and the tide. I'm sorry, in the in the dock. So, that's that's why you're seeing these these cheaper properties get more and more expensive. These shells of of properties get more expensive because you can just do comps and then um, real estate uh, sales. Uh-huh. Uh, real estate uh, agents, they'll do comps. So what they do is they go in and they look at a property 
if you're going to sell it or something, they'll come in, look at your property, and then they'll look at how many bedrooms, bathrooms, square feet, levels, how much acreage of uh, lawn, yard, uh, property, whatever, and then they find comparable properties within a certain area that have sold within a certain time period. Um, and then that's how they do, you know, comps of where to put your price your property. So if you're doing comparables of different properties around the neighborhood and they're coming back four, five, sometimes seven, eight times what that property is currently worth, you're going to have a spread to be able to rehab it or build something, sell it, and still make a profit. That's what's happening over there in your neighborhood or in your old neighborhood. It's it's happening in... uh, our old neighborhood, which is North Philly, and where I'm currently staying, the South Philly, South Philly is really, it's a boom. They're putting up multiple uh, new buildings every week. Yeah, that's going on everywhere, though. Okay. I think a lot of people, you know, understand that this gas and this oil and these nations, and, you know, it's not going to, you know, be so cool. So a lot of people are jumping on electric electric cars and you know the, the wealthy want the cities back the wealthy don't want to be in the burbs no more and the wealthy are moving yeah. back into the city man and that's been going on for a while and that's that's going on everywhere it's not just in your city it's not just mine it's not just in the United States it's going on everywhere man so in order to stay in the city you gotta you gotta, you gotta be wealthy Right, you know, or at least you know, have income, have some sort of business, something, something. Because they raise property taxes. If you live in a certain area of the city and you rent, all they gotta do is raise property taxes. And then through that, as a landlord, not a property taxes is more. I'm not paying the property taxes out of my pocket. I'm just gonna raise the rent. Right. To pay for the property taxes. Even looking for places to rent. I'm sorry. Ah, go ahead. But um, even looking for places to rent. Two years ago, a two-bedroom in Philly, the going the average price was seven fifty. You know, for a nice, a two-bedroom apartment in a nice neighborhood, seven fifty. Now it's going for close to a thousand dollars for a two-bedroom apartment in a decent neighborhood. Yeah. That doesn't surprise me. That's happening everywhere. And there's only a couple places where it's not really happening like that. But it's, it's overall, it's happening everywhere. And that, that just goes to show what time it is. It really goes to show what time it is. And uh, everything all put together is just really it's, it's ignorant. It, it, it's really going to hurt a lot of people. It's going to put them in a, in a position where it's going to be very, very difficult to get out of or to change their financial economic standards. So, yeah. You know, those, it's coming. And it, it seems as though it's quickening. So, I really appreciate you and, you know, what you're doing as far as just introducing, you know, something different to the people. And, um, I mean, I sit there and have conversations, you know, with 
for close friends and family members about even what you know what a trust is and trustee trained is. It's it's unheard of. You know, when you hear trust, people they think of rich Europeans. It does it for for people it seems like, you know, the people that I talk to, it's almost as if they feel as though that's not for them. But that's completely to the contrary, it's for anybody if you would only know about it. And now subsequently take the time to study to, you know, learn how to work this thing, how to set it up, how to work it, and then being competent enough in it to be able to pass on the knowledge to successes. So, you know, what you're doing is really big and you know, I I personally I really appreciate you, you know, big respect to you, bro. Big salute. Hey man, it's not me, it's the creator, it's the ancestors. You know, I'm just I'm just doing my job, man, but I appreciate I appreciate you as well, man, not being dismissive. And I appreciate you calling in and adding to the you know, to the foundation, man. Thank you very much. Yeah, you're right. Your observations are on point. Your observations in my opinion are on point, man. Definitely. So yeah, man, PT man, enjoy yourself, man. I'll talk to you soon. I feel like a lot of people know. I feel like a lot of people know. Or feel it. So let's just do something about it, right? I fixed the mic. Seven one eight eighty ninety two. I think this is. Hey, so how you doing? What's up, Darren from hear Brownsville? Me? Peace. Uh, yeah. peace. Like that. Um, everything's alright. I just was calling you because um I was looking for the email with um the new information about um the short um the short version um you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, from yeah. Two weeks yeah. ago. Yeah, yeah I'm because you were saying that. Um, yeah, so I, I, I just haven't done it yet. Yeah, so I, yeah, so um, I was looking for that. Um, so I, I'll be um, when you said it, when you sent it, um, I'll be looking for it. Yeah, because I know you you're very busy and stuff like that. Um, so how's everything? Uh, everything is great. How's everything? Yeah, I know you. Could, everything's alright. I know you say you drive a lot, so that means you ain't able to type and drive. Like that, never do that. Never type and drive like that, you know. So whenever no, you get a chance and you stop driving, like that you know, and uh, I know you'll you'll send that to me, that you know. No, I gotta put it in the folder. I'm gonna put it in the folder for the for all the trustees. Oh, okay. You, you'll get a notification when it goes in there. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yes. Do you see? Uh, I gotta. I'm getting some you see my. Out. The spot. What's okay. going on? Yeah, you see my sibling on. Um, you see my sibling. My sibling on the line. I'm not sure. Okay, yeah. But uh, anyway, I guess she lost track. <laughs> she says she's tired. That you know. Yeah. So um, that's why everything's alright. Um, peace and love. Um, I'm gonna let you take the next caller. Um, peace and love. I'll catch up with you later on, and um, in a week, something like that. Okay, man. Appreciate you, man. Thank you. And thanks for that Same reminder. Yeah, you're welcome. Uh, you're welcome. Peace. All right. 
Um, I'm gonna try these knives. Okay, yeah, see that's thing spinning. So there's two callers, y'all. I'm sorry, man, but I pushed the button and it just spins. I don't know if y'all y'all might got some janky service or bad mojo or something, but I'm just gonna roll with it. You know what? Where we at? What time is it? Okay, we out of here. Okay, yeah. So that's what that's it. I appreciate y'all for checking out the show. Um, you know, I trust that you learned something. I, I dropped several jewels this show, man. So I hope you were able to pick them up. The nine advantage of a trust, and I, I did put out. You got sixty days, trusty training. Um, otherwise, foundation will no longer be offering said things. So email us admin at welcome to the foundation.com if you would like some more information on that. Also, if you have any questions, you're looking to set up your operation, you have questions on that. Doesn't matter what state you're in. You want to set up your business credit, you want to learn how to do that. Uh right. let credit profile numbers. I, I guess the foundation might be you know, having an affiliation with uh, credit profile numbers and you know blah blah blah. So admin at welcome to the foundation dot com. I'm just trying to you know help y'all out, man. Before we bounce. So with that being said, yeah, I'm back. We came back doing the show. I'm not gonna disappear on y'all like that. But I hope y'all enjoyed the show. Be back next week with the same thing. Um, go to welcome to the foundation.com sign up for the email list at the very least and then hit that pdf section you never know what will happen might be a blackout uh, a cyber attack download all the pdfs just to be safe it's free just save them pdfs are traditionally not too much you know memory or whatever shouldn't take up too much space in your hard drive or your phone all these cloud uh, services these days you should be good right but uh, yeah, welcome to the foundation.com. Um, oh yeah, I forgot to say this at the beginning of the show. So, talk to Chris. We reduced the passport no social down to one hundred fifty dollars flat. That's it. Um, you can thank Yusuf L for that. And, you know, we on high frequency. When when a man steps in and says something, we listen. So if you're interested in that passport, no social DVD, email us admin at welcome to the foundation dot com. One fifty flat, shipped right to you. Buliakashata. So with that being said, man, I love y'all. I really do. I do this for y'all, and I feel bad when I miss, you know, specific shows and stuff. I feel bad for last week. I really do. So hopefully, I came with the thunder this week to make up for last week be here next week um admin and welcome to the foundation and uh y'all have a great week enjoy yourself take care of yourself love yourself know you can do it believe in yourself 10 things that you're thankful for every single night and uh you know i'll catch you on the next one peace and love and peace to the gods Doing this thing all the way live. High frequency radio.